If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. We are not financial professionals, and this podcast is designed for entertainment purposes only. We are regular folks who do research and present opinions to an audience in a fun way. Our opinions should not be construed with the views of any organizations we may be affiliated with. This podcast does not represent the thoughts, intentions, plans, strategies of our employers. It only represents the opinions of the authors. If you need specific guidance on your own financial situation, please consult a financial fiduciary professional. Hey, good. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. I think we have a special guest with us today on the show. Yeah, I don't think he's arrived yet. Oh, he hasn't arrived. I'll I'll keep it a secret until he uh until he logs in then. So welcome everybody to the Money Vikings uh podcast this week. Um Well, w- while we're waiting for the special guest, I'll just uh tell you I had an interesting day. Uh our um our neighbor, our neighbor passed away. So I had to just, I had to, I got to be honest with what's on my mind. So we have a, a very wonderful 92 year old lady that passed away. So it was a very interesting day. Oh, um, yeah. Hear that. Heard, heard some of the stuff I called 911. Anyway, very sweet lady. Uh, but that's kind of on my mind at the moment, but uh, the family's over there now. So, uh, you know, they're uh, all, all getting together and it's actually, you know, um, I don't know if you realize this, but it'll be in a couple weeks, it'll be a year that my grandfather passed away. And as you know, he's a big inspiration to me with investing that I talk about yes. that with you. Yeah. So yes. I was hoping we could do actually a show about that. Uh, one of our, one of our next podcasts. So totally. Um, yeah. But Hey, oh, I'm sorry love... to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So sent some, I think our, I think our special guest is here. It is money Viking Bob. <laughs> How you guys doing? Hey, good. Hey, Bob. Coming in hot. So, Bob, I, I got to introduce you. So, for our um, nine loyal listeners out there in the world, I love it. We might even be up to ten. Bob is hey. my brother. Uh, so, uh, uh, and and a fellow investor. Yep. Um, so, welcome, Bob. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, we're going to talk today. I'll, I'll dive right in. Um, we're going to talk today about. <clears throat> Uh, the six things that uh, people do wrong when buying stocks on their own. This came from a Bloomberg article, and I thought it would be an interesting uh, thing to to dive into. And I don't know about you guys, and I want to kind of hear from you. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about this a lot because you know one of our one of our big articles, and actually we got a lot of hits today on it. Uh, Jerry is does Robinhood lead to investing addiction? We wrote <laughs> that. Remember that? Huh. We, yeah. yeah, we wrote that article in January of 2019. Wow. And so, yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of apropos. Um, but over the years, us as individual investors, we have gained a lot more opportunity. And Robinhood is like the culmination of it. We're like at the at our fingertips. We can do anything. Yeah. Absolutely. So, 
uh, Bob, what do you what, what, talk about your uh, Robin Hood uh, experience thus far? Well, I, no, I, th- I think it's spot on because it, it's you're you're talking about we have a newer generation of um, I mean the millennials, right? We have a, we have a new generation of people that are um, are are born into the technology, the immediate access, right? And I think these sort of apps, these phone apps, um, cater and tend to the, that generation and those type of people where anywhere, any place, anytime, they can access their stocks very easily um, and, and place their bets very expeditiously. And, and I think that's exactly it. Robinhood um, itself will, will definitely lead to an addiction um, because of how easy it is to do investment uh, anywhere you are. You don't have to be talking to a broker or, or in front of your computer. I know. I, I know, guys, I've, I've felt it. I mean, yeah, you know, absolutely. you're drawn to it. It's that easy, you know, and, and that's why, I mean, one of, and I know, I think you guys do similar things. Like one of the guardrails I put on it mm-hmm. is like, again, it's, it's no more than five to 10% of assets. You know, I right. You can't you can't gamble with the four hundred one k or right. in my opinion my humble opinion so um, yeah and then me, go ahead me, Drew. Yeah. yeah for me Robinhood I I got started with it about two and a half years ago when a friend of mine sent it to me and she said it's going to completely change the uh, or disrupt the investing landscape mm-hmm. so I was curious like okay what is so great about it and for me it kind of changed my investing style from. Uh, you know, more passive to much more active. It sort of enabled me to, mm-hmm. to, to try different things and uh, to get started taking small risks, um, you know, slowly ratcheting it up as I learned more. But, um, you know, I tend to learn by doing, and Robinhood was a very good vehicle. At the time, nobody else had zero commissions. So you could, you could make some small bets and you could right. not have to worry about losing those, uh, those dollars every time you, uh, you placed a trade. So I think it kind of, enabled me to uh you know get a lot more active and you know obviously you know people think of robin hood they think of millennials just going in and, and day trading all day <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i think it had an effect on uh me too as kind of a gen xer that uh yeah what lot... about old old gen xers like us jerry I, you guys you guys are like practically with walkers now i don't know what to think <laughs> of you guys i mean <laughs> arp is knocking on the door hey bob <laughs> neither, neither of us have hair so uh, <laughs> No, I know, I, I know, what you, I know what you mean, Jerry. And like the combination of the, for me too, you know, because Bob, Bobby and I are classic Vanguard guys, right? We grew up in the yeah. whole Vanguard thing and, right. um, you know, Bogleheads, all that kind of stuff, Jack Bogle. But um, I noticed with, with Robin Hood, the, the, no, the, not only the no cost, but the, the, just that ease of use, you know, that on your phone, swipe left, you know, swipe right thing is you know is so just like you know i don't know what the word is i I, i'm for lack of a better word you know addictive or just like so satisfying right yeah yeah you do get that dopamine rush every time you place a trade (laughs) or uh you know close a trade if it's a winning one of course (laughs) i mean i I, you know i was looking at the other day i mean you know like a, a a firm like vanguard has lost so much uh of my capital because i direct so much of it more now to robin because i just feel like i have that control um and and i can and like you said you know make make bets that i probably wouldn't before i probably would have like hesitated and it would have been like you know i've got to i got to save up like you know 500 bucks or a thousand bucks and then i need to go you know log in and do this and that and there was all these sort of like hurdles and now it's just like 
Yeah, instantly. Uh, like that company, let's try it. So yeah, well, I, yeah. I honestly, I'll tell you, if if it wasn't for um, <laughs> Greg, you actually introducing me to, to Robinhood, I probably wouldn't be where I am now with him. Like how intense I am in the investing because you know you had um, you did ha- have to deal with a lot uh, broker fees. You know, uh, there was commissions to to the portals you were working through. Um, and a lot of them weren't very easy to use. I know Vanguard's right now, not the, the easiest to, to use. You don't have this, this application platform that's very user-friendly to very mm-hmm. easily place a bet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or buy a stock or an option or what it is. Um, so I, I think Robinhood in that sense, for me, it has that lured me in is, is it did make it very easy. And I, I wasn't given... Uh, an extra person down the road, some money because I was choosing the stock I was going into. This is, these were my choices. Um, and furthermore, I, I would say is that I was reading an article, um, uh, Yahoo finance about, uh, the, mar- the, the market isn't reacting the way that it used to. The trends aren't the same because of the Robinhood user. Uh, so the Robinhood effect, the Robinhood effect, <laughs> okay. Robinhood investors, because it is as such a grasp, um, uh, and so many people, and especially with the pandemic going on, they have these unemployment checks, they, they're out of work and they're trying to find ways to invest. And this thing has just caught its footing. Um, they're taking that money and they're, they're rolling the dice in the market. Um, you know, I'm sure there's many success stories out there about it, but there are so many new users that they are actually disrupting the trends, the normal cyclical trends that you would, you would see because there's, there's no rhyme or reason. It's a great, it's a great point, Bob. And it's like, so, and that's kind of the whole purpose of this, this episode, you know, we want to help people, right? We want to help people become better investors, better personal finance. So how do we set ourselves up? You know, what are the tips and tricks we use? And that was the the launch pad of this like article I read, because I started thinking, how do we set ourselves up to be successful with something that's Robin Hood that could have, let's be honest, that could have a dark side, right? That could right. have an addiction element. And it could yeah. it could lead to us, and I think I'm 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 as guilty as anybody, like leading to poor choices, like maybe again swiping right too soon, you know? Right. Uh, giving up too soon on a on a on a on a uh, on an investment. Um, so some of these things I'll, I'll throw them out there and you guys can, you know, let us let me know what you think. Um, so the first one is, you know, not testing your trade strategies. Um, right. you know, I don't know what you guys think of that one, but, uh, you know, you, you guys do more of the options trades than I do. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, for me, I, I think that the, um, you know, a lot of people like to start with uh, paper trading or they say you should start right. paper trading. And for those that don't know, it's kind of a, uh, it's, uh, it's fake money that you can play with in the, uh, real, uh, you know, following real indexes and stocks and you can, you can, uh, you can make or, or or lose fake money, but you kind of learn, and that's one way to test. Um, I've tried that a few times, and honestly, for me, it doesn't have the same type of uh, <laughs> psychological effect. You're willing to go all in one <laughs> shot, right? I mean, it's, yeah. And, yeah. And 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 by saying that, I don't mean you know you you know invest thousands of dollars in, in little things, but I mean I I think my first investment in uh, Robinhood was uh, Ford. Might have been like one or two shares. A few years ago, like less than $10, just to kind of get used to it. Um, Another uh, podcast and a guy that I like to follow, Howard Lindzen, uh, talks about the fact that with with Robinhood, the first thing you should do is make a trade and lose money. 
just get used to that. You know, mm. <laughs> it won't take mm-hmm. long. Um, and, yeah. and because so many people are freaked out when they make that first trade that they're going to, oh, my God, I'm going to lose lots of money. But, you know, once you get over that hump, it's like, OK, I lost some money. I can move on. I can, you know, try a different strategy or whatever. But you did it with small, small stakes. You know, Jared, yeah, and you're reminding me of something that I, I always, you know, unless you jump in here, Bob, but something I always think about with Robinhood when I'm doing my personal trade with Robinhood, I really consider Robinhood for me personally, it's entertainment and it's learning. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to depend, if I make a bunch of money in Robinhood, it's going to be my fun money. It's going to be that vacation mm-hmm. to Hawaii I couldn't afford. It's going to be that, uh, you know, the, the, the Tesla that I probably wouldn't have bought, you know, it's going to be something like that. Because I, I'm, I'm not willing to be that sort of like swipe right so quickly with like long term, you know, um, you know, the, 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 the kids college fund or, you know, the retirement savings. I mean, and, and, and I'm not even saying that that's even the best thing for other people, but that's the way I look at it. Um, but uh, let's see what the yeah. second one is. So what do you think about this one, Bob? Um, second one, they said chasing hype stocks instead of doing research. I mean, FOMO, FOMO, you're missing out. <laughs> I, you know, here's the, here's the thing is, um, <clears throat> real, and real quick to, to, this is going to touch on the first one about strategy is that um, uh, these are definitely lessons I know I've personally learned um, uh, is you, you can get lucky, right? Um, you sure hit a good one and, and you think you're on cloud nine, you think to yourself, this is, man, this is easy. I see another, another one just like this. I'm going to throw all my money at it and I'm going to make more money this time. Falls out. Um, same you know, now leading into the, the, you know, chasing the money. Right. So we're talking about these, these stocks that, you know, if you're not waking up at, you know, five, four thirty Pacific time and, and, looking at the pre-market and seeing what it's doing and you're actually just waking up at six, six thirty, seven o'clock, you're late to the game. And if you see something skyrocketing right off the bat, opening bell, um, and it's going up 40, 50%, you jump on it. Most likely what's going to happen is in the first 30 minutes, first hour that of that trading, that stock's going to dive off because you're going to have the day traders. They're going to sell off. They're going to take profit. They're going to let it dip and they're going to buy back in. And they'll just lose money and they'll chase profits. So long answer to that is, um, uh, you know, the lessons learned from me is uh, do DD, right? Due diligence um, and be, be, um, be the early bird, be up, watch, watch, try to have a, a little bit of a strategy, a little bit of a game plan. Um, maybe have your, your eyes set on some stocks through some research, see what they do pre-market. And just kind of don't don't throw your money in right at the bell. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait to see what it is. Ten minutes or so, and then go from there. Absolutely. <clears throat> Jerry, do you have anything else on that one, or should we go to number three? Yeah, why don't we go on to number three? Okay. Yeah, this one said making big bets instead of starting small. Yeah. So I mean, I I mean, so I I totally approach Robinhood this way because first of all, I don't have. I mean. Again, I'm not taking, a, you know, 100,000 out of the 401k and throwing it on XYZ stock, you know. Um, so, I, you know, I'm taking, you know, a few hundred bucks at a time when I can afford it and, you know, picking up a few shares of whatever I'm interested in. Right. So 
uh, I guess that one's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I don't know, anything else to add on that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that I think you covered it. Uh, you have something? Yeah, this is what I'd say on this is <clears throat> you can have so there there are the stocks out there when you see um you see a little bit of the writing on the wall there's some there's like a uh <laughs> we've all been talking about this a lot lately like buyouts um or if there is a drug that um like a lot we're seeing around with moderna and pfizer you know for the the vaccine for covid if if there's trials that are, are going well and you see things building up and there's momentum behind them um throwing the big bun- the big money at it is can be a smart move um get more of that return out of it uh instead of you know you have a five dollar stock and you have twenty dollars to play with and you're you're going to throw a 20 at it okay mm-hmm. um but there are also those penny stocks out there so your twenty dollars on a on something that's maybe 60 cents a share and it's just made a breakthrough and actually can ramp up to five dollars you're going to do you way more justice than yeah, um, and, and I, right. you know, I'm with you, Bob. And it's like, I think at the end of the day, right, we all have to ask ourselves, you know, we put whatever into something. We have right. got to ask ourselves each time, how will we feel if we lost it all? Right, right, right. And if and if the question, if the, if the, if the answer is, you know what, I'm going to be able to feed my family, I'm going to be able to house myself, I'm going to, you know, I'm going right. to close myself, I'm going to have a job still, um, you know, if the answer to the question is in a lot of ways, now are you going to be a little bummed about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but you're not putting yourself at great financial harm then. Uh, yeah. I mean, then if somebody wants to do a big bet, I mean, yeah. I, again, I'm, this is, you know, Jerry and I, it's like, it's non-judgmental, you know, everybody's right. finding their own way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I'm trying to learn how to trade features better. And so for, for me, I mean, yeah. features offer a lot of leverage and, that big yeah. gains, big losses. But what I'm doing is I'm trading in the uh, micro e-minis Australian dollar. And yeah. every single tick on those is $1. So I get the benefit of, uh, you know, I've, I've definitely lost money and I've made money, but uh, I'm learning how these things move. Yeah. Uh, and it's only $1 a tick. So, you know, the average daily move for, for these things could be, you know, plus or minus 50 bucks. And I'm okay uh, yeah. with, with that kind of, uh, loss or, or gains while I, while I'm learning. Jerry, on, those, on those, do you have a, do you have then like a lateral, um, you know, limit and, and floor on those things where you can say, you know, uh, like, do you, you, you know, going into the futures trade, the <clears throat> maximum amount you could lose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I do. I set up, uh, and I think you asked me this a few weeks ago too, and I know it's an important topic to cover, but when we do enter trades, it is a good idea to set stop losses and targets yeah. And, you know, for these Australian dollars, I'll usually, I'm still working on my profit and loss. I'm trying to make my wins bigger and make my losses smaller. I'm still working on that. I'm not there yet. Um, mm-hmm. But when, when I do these trades, like uh, I started uh, last week with a, a buy of Australian dollar at a certain amount, let's say 71.60. And then I set a stop loss $20 below at 71.40. Now over the weekend and Tonight, I'm watching it right now. It went up to 71.88, so I'm up a bunch. Um, right. I've moved my stop up a little bit. So now, if I uh, if it suddenly declines, no matter what happens while I'm sleeping, I'll make ten bucks. You're in plus. Yeah, that's great. Because yeah. hey, that I mean, the reality is to do being being a good investor is being a great manager of risk. You know. Yeah. And that's that's really what it is. And um, 
you know, I, I, a little a little tidbit right now, staying staying on this topic of the the bigger bets is, you know, we know coming up uh, on the twenty eighth, it's initiated with Tesla getting a, a one to five split, yeah. Apple doing a one to four split, um, and this is this is something where I think um, right now is the absolute perfect time to do it, especially when we start talking about these Robinhood investors because you have people who now can afford those shares who weren't going to drop $1,600 on a stock who weren't going to drop 400, you know, mm-hmm. 450 on a stock, right there. It's going to actually be palatable and they mm-hmm. will dive in and that will in theory drive that price up. So, um, you know, speaking on the topic of the big bets, looking at Tesla and Apple right now, the, those would be great ones for the, the month of August. Um, and, and probably waiting in a day or two after, after the split. Um, so it takes effect the Monday after. This is exactly why I wanted to talk with you guys about these, because I knew you would have such a dynamic view on them. Cause I don't even yeah. necessarily, I don't necessarily agree with all of them. And so right. it's just like, yeah, it, again, rules of thumb are good, good stuff, but like, you know, there's exceptions, you know, and that's right. what I think we're kind of fleshing out here. Um, um, I mean, here, here's another one that I think it has an exception to it. So it says, you know, investing money you need in five years. Well, I don't agree with my Robinhood account. I, right. With my 401k, yeah, I would say, I, you know, I should leave that alone, go long haul on it, you know, U.S. growth stocks, tech, blah, 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 you know, right. balance it out with some bond fund. But uh, in my Robinhood, um, I mean, you know, if, if I make my mind – a nice uh, profit. In fact, I did this last week. I take some profit because I want to, well, mm-hmm. I have a house repair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have something that broke on the house, of course. Something that's what it's there for. And it helps, right? Yeah. 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 But, but you know, I, I wasn't putting that money in there thinking that, oh, I'm going to just like let this sit in Robinhood for five years. No, I was right. thinking uh, if it makes money in two months, I'm going to take it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there was a moment, there was a moment where I was afraid <laughs> that Robinhood wasn't going to exist anymore when they started um, uh, getting fined, and then they they you know that unfortunate um, you know suicide that happened recently uh, yeah. from an investor. You know, it's sad, and and you're right, Robinhood. Honestly, in my opinion, um, I, I don't know if it's going to be there five years from now. I'd like to think it is. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's funny you said that, Bob, because Jer- Jerry told me, you, you Jerry, I don't, I don't know if you remember this. You said that to me years ago when we first started. You you made that comment to me. You're like, well, you know, you, sometimes you got to be careful with these new ones because, you know, you're not sure you're not sure where these platforms are going to be. Right. Um, you, you know, you're, 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 you're pretty sure Vanguard and Fidelity are going to be around. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I think there's something to be said, too, for diversification. I'm not saying open up tons of different uh, brokerage accounts, but it is nice to have different um, funds and different accounts in different places. So if one does go bust, you, you kind of have that protection. Um, the with, with Robinhood, too, I mean, they've had some pretty serious outages where people could not trade. Yeah. Uh, they also ran into that fiasco where they were, they were adding a, uh, a card and some interest rate uh, – they were going to give, I forget what it was, two or three or five percent interest on all cash, and then it turns out they hadn't talked to FDIC or SIPC <clears throat> or whatever. So a lot yeah. of bad press and a lot of interesting things. But uh, I I did not write the best review of Robinhood on the 
the blog a few years ago when that stuff happened because I hadn't seen those kind of outages before in any sort of brokerage firm that I've ever used. But um, it seems like they're uh, gaining traction and uh, I've heard rumors that they may go public too. Yeah, that you know, that's that's in our article. And it's funny you, you brought that up, Jerry, because like, Bob, I don't know if you realize this, one of our most, actually our most popular article of all time on our blog on the moneyvikings.net, moneyvikings.com, is um robin hood versus cash app and mm. we get like we get it, it for some reason it got it got really good like google seo and yeah like, people when they type in like i don't know what they type in robin hood or cash app yeah. our our article comes up quickly really people are, yeah yeah people there's we seem to get like we get like tons of clicks on that thing like it's <laughs> funny that's cool though i mean you know yeah i mean it's all good so you know yeah so i i mean um so here's another one that, that I'm going to bring up that, again, I actually don't think I agree with this one um, because of what I said earlier about the way I look at Robinhood, which is kind of as entertainment and a, a learning platform. Um, so they, they say, it says when you don't when you buy stocks, don't obsessively check your portfolio. Well, I, I obsessively check Robinhood every day. <laughs> if you're and I, I will I am with you on that, because when you're into a very technical um trade and there's there is something you're looking for a catalyst or you're looking there is uh, maybe a piece of bad news and it, it's a this thing is a delicate piece of rice paper um you're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna have that app open uh all day or at least have your notifications uh on and your your phone off vibrate you know um yeah i it, it does become obsessive and especially um let's be honest uh, you know uh, there are people who maybe look into uh, make a career change and want this to change their life. And, um, you know, that, that well, 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 a lot of people have been home during the pandemic. Mm, yeah. Right. They don't want to, they don't yeah. want to go back to a work in an office job. They want, they want this to pan out. Yeah. Well, I, it's, I know. Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say on the gamble. aggressively checking your portfolio. I think the spirit of the article was about long-term investing. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about some of these things, if some of the stocks that we're looking at have buyout offers mm, or, yeah. or if I do an options trade and there's an earnings report and, and I need that to happen, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be curious whether or not they, uh, you know, exceeded, exceeded or deviated outside of the uh, standard deviation of the trade that, you know, with the, with the targets I set on both sides on the upper yeah. and lower bounds. I mean, so it, it, or, you know, trading currency for me, those are, um, you know, my time frame, and those could be anywhere from, hours to a few days that's that's about it but then you know the uh the 401ks yeah i mean i'll i'll look at the balances at the end of the day and just kind of see where they are but i'm not uh those aren't the ones that you know we're checking all the time so i that's my only comment on uh (laughs) obsessively checking your portfolio (laughs) yeah i'm with you on that because the thing is yeah if it is your 401k i just think to myself uh, i think greg you and i have talked about this in the past is that that's something that you um maybe maybe you look at it to to do a portfolio mix shift it around but aside from that um maybe not peek at it until you're you're ready to hit that retirement zone you know if that's a long-term investment um don't obsess over it but i don't know i mean what what is the right answer there is none i mean um (laughs) all right so you know and again there's all these things are very dynamic and there's always a flip side so there's a famous i'm trying oh there, there he is 
I, I don't know if you guys have read this guy, but I really encourage people to, but the flip side of all this, and again, on a lot of these things, we, we actually all do both, but there's a very famous behavioral economic uh, economist named Richard Thaler. And I think we've written about him in some of our articles, Jerry, but uh, Richard Thaler is famous for um, how people are completely, he basically, so the, I'll just be quick about it, but the classic example, like the classic models for economics basically thought that people acted um in a in a rational manner in their own best interest and this guy richard thaler like blew the lid off that and he's like people don't act rational they do not act in their best interest and 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 one of the things he always drives home too is that he has a very like he has a very passive way of investing um which is and it's just anything you it's the basic thing we talk about you know s p 500 index fund and uh you know, a couple bond funds and he basically calls it a lazy way of investing, but he all, he'll constantly bring up that it's done very well for him. Like just not looking and not caring, Yeah. you know? Um, but, but, you know, again, it's all about balancing these things, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, just keeping in mind, but yeah, I, I definitely look at my Robin Hood too often, but at the same time, we got to keep in mind too. I mean, you know, we, we have children, we have jobs, like we can't, you know, yeah. so I, the, the word obsessively has to be like, sort of, I understand what you're saying, Bob, like definitely, you know, keep an eye on a trade yeah. when you have it set up. But, you know, we, we have kids that need our attention right now, especially now during the pandemic. Uh, they always do, but now is a critical time right. that they need to feel love and, and uh, safety, you yeah. know, a sense of safety in this world right now. Um, so, you know, I would just say to somebody like, Hey, have fun with it. But, you know, if, if you're on Robin Hood all day long and you're not paying attention to your kids, you know, yeah. then you got a problem. Absolutely. But that's, you know, my, absolutely. My yeah, absolutely. Um, Great. You guys are good at this. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go you, ahead I think you skipped one too. the, uh, the number five, <clears throat> yeah. getting into complex trades before ready. I like that one. Huh. Going back, man. Yeah. yeah. You, you guys are, and I gotta say, you guys are both, I, I, I find inspiration from both of you guys. Cause I think you both do a good job of this. You both, uh, you're both more complex traders than I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty base, but basic guy. Can we say, can we say, but on a podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, man. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you guys do a good job of really like learning and testing out like your complex trades. Um, I think before you go into them and, uh, and find out if it's right for you. So. Yeah, my thought on that that I wanted to say was that the there are for options trades, which are kind of one of my favorites. There are so many different types of uh, trades um, that are possible. So, you know, iron condors and spreads, and um, you know, are you going to sell? Are you going to buy? Uh, and, you know, broken wing butterflies and whatnot. At the end of the day, I'm probably the most comfortable with strangles and iron condors, and the reason is I know how to manage them. And I know how to adjust when they go, you know, one way or the other. So when I see other trades offered um, and, you know, the Tastyworks platform, you can literally just go into some traders uh, uh, backlog and, and clone a trade that they've done. It's, it's very easy. Mm, it's too easy. Yeah. Um, but I won't enter those unless I know how to manage them. Cause you know, it's very easy to enter a trade and, you know, and just hope for the best, but it, it doesn't always go that way. And so right. you do have to take steps to manage it. And if you don't know how, it's probably not a wise move to enter those. You know, so, I, I will say, Jerry, like my hats off to you with the options. Cause I, 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 um, 
you, you heard me say this before you're it's just it, sometimes you talk about it, it's like rocket science but <laughs> you you really do um take it to that next level and you you've fully grasped it and and experimented right and you're you're trying to um you you found out what you're comfortable with and what works best and i uh, i definitely applaud you because i Thanks. in in my you know i I, I kind of do the beginning level, the training wheels uh, options, right? I, it's very just straightforward. But back to my just initial point, you know, comment when we started was it's you know due diligence, right? It is yeah. I make sure that I do due diligence, and you know, we may go on here and see an article. You may see a Twitter. Some of you're following on Twitter that that's doing investment stuff. Um, uh, you know. Uh, stock twits like people make these comments and and you never want to react or invest based off of what somebody else is telling you you got to do your own research and your own due diligence to ensure that you're comfortable and you're grasping and understanding what you're getting into and that's that, very it's very right. it's very buffett of you bob thank you sir thank you I, thank you i love it I love text it. in the mail to everybody and i love you i love you i love, love you, I love you man <laughs> um, i hope so your brothers oh yeah right <laughs> I, but but the thing is it's um uh i i lead with that before i go into an option and that will actually um determine whether i do just one of the straightforward options like a do a call that as um, you know, I determine what my expiration is going to look like now and look like, and I determine if I place my option call within in the money or out of the money, you know, how, mm -hmm. how risky do I want to be? What, what's going to be my cost to, you know, to get into the, put skin in the game um, and looking at what that return looks like and, and making sure that um, uh, leveraging tools like the, the options profit calculator um, right. to, to see, right. One. Yeah. Yep. To see if if I'm gonna have a good payday if we're taking this little gamble. Yeah. So, yeah. If folks are interested in more too, you know, Jerry does a great job of putting a he does a trading journal on uh, themoneyvikings.net. Yeah. So it's great. Uh, check it out. It's kind of cool. Um, well, guys, the time always goes so fast. <laughs> we have such a great time. I'm so thrilled, Bob, that you joined us. Yeah, we'll it's been awesome. Again. I appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, this is awesome. Can't wait to hear this. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say some parting words and then you guys can say some parting words. Um, you know, again, I, I always like to mention, um, you know, again, we, we have it good, ha have gratitude out there because the world is, uh, you know, going through a lot right now, a lot of people struggling during this pandemic. And I always want to put out sort of our love and, and thoughts for those mm -hmm. people because, yeah. um, it's not an easy, it's not an easy time for any of us, you know, and our kids, it's, it's a hard time and we're getting through it. But uh, we're going to get through it. So yeah. be good to each other. Take care of people. Manage your assets. Um, we're going to be fine. Uh, we, you know, we got to get through it and give the scientists time. That's what I keep saying. Yeah. So, okay, guys, last word. You guys get the last word. <laughs> Go for it, Jerry. I'm just kind of keeping my eye out every week for, uh, for different trades. Nothing, uh, nothing super crazy, but I've been watching a lot of uh, the precious metals lately, silver and gold. They initially shot up quite a bit and then pulled back. Uh, so the one trade I did on Friday or Thursday last week was a strangle in the silver product, the, uh, not the future, but the ETF SLV. So as long as it stays between something like 20 and 30, and it's around 25 right now, uh, I will make money. So that's a fun one and not too much risk. And so that's kind of what I'm keeping my eye on. Bob, you got anything? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, you know, I think for me it was um, kind of kind of touching a little bit on on what you're you're speaking to, Greg. Is that you know um, there there are people out there that may not have a lot of um, uh, funds available right now, and and, and can, don't want to stretch themselves too thin. And I think you know um, taking taking the advice, kind of things that we're mentioning that are that are being mentioned on the podcast on your guys' blog maybe stocks that are, are up and coming when I talk about the splits that are, that are coming up, it's a great way to maybe you've, you, you spread yourself thin for the moment on that stock, but it's because you see that there is, there is um, this potential, there is this way to actually grow out of it. Um, and I, I think that's kind of big is trying to find a way where you're not throwing darts blindly. You're looking at, there's a big potential down the road to kind of make profit and then something you taught me, Greg, is that once you've you've made uh, you've made more than your initial investment, take that initial investment out and just make it play money at that point. Mm, and that way, there's no emotional, uh, no well, there's emotional attachment to, at some extent, but it's not it's <laughs> not it's not from your your bank account paycheck. It, this is the fun money that you you try to grow. Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought brought that one up. Yeah. I love that trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Yes. Good times. Awesome, Jerry. Awesome, Bob. Yep. All right, guys. Take care. Take care. Till next time. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.